and chapter four, the beginning of the process, page 11. Chapter one, where does the financial apathy come from? From what I gather, our financial apathy has some basis. As our relationship with money is emotional, not exact, contrary to what we often think, it is likely that you do not fit specifically in one category, but remain between all. The illusion is that planning is something necessarily complex and painful. Unfounded guesses that financial planning necessarily involves spreadsheets, calculations, and pie charts, and the time to do it will be long and tedious. Thus, there are, respectively, laziness to start, and then the emotional, which causes a kick in the bucket, and leave the planning or mobile application to one side on the first slide. In many examples of simple, fast, and flexible schedules, in the absence of these positive references, we get the image of boring planner head, nothing attractive. We believe proudly that everything will work out. The veiled and elegant way, we have the belief that we are more intelligent and capable than the average, especially in the intellectual field. In adulthood, this area is connected directly or indirectly with our professional life. Even if disguised as a charming insecurity, we assume an attitude of disdain, one who is notoriously ahead of others. We think, why care zealously of the resources we have today if, deep down, we know we are capable of producing much more when we want it? Why act the same way as others? Who cares about money if we are on another level? Fear of realizing the ability to cope with the possible restrictions that planning will impose. Aversion to the tension that arises when we might be deprived of our wills. Importantly, and this seems like a subtle difference, but it's not, what bothers us here is not the fear of being without a treat that we like, but the fear of realizing our inability to cope with the discomfort of the deprivation of the treat. Going without a vaccination is not really what bothers. What bothers us is to realize we are fallible, so tiny to the point of not knowing how to deal with the discomfort that comes when we realize that that trip will not happen. Limited view about the possibilities that money brings and the roles it can play. Often we understand the money very simplistic and shallow, as if the only thing it could bring us is luxury and comfort. We forget that it can take on more elaborate and fascinating roles, can grant us the privilege of making choices, work it, not that, can serve as a handrail, such as shit happens all the time, can sustain our right to impose limits. I will not do that, chief. The shallow understanding makes us only anticipate less interesting benefits. 
what do we do? The simple fact is to devote time to understanding the issue and how it works as a first step, especially because during this process, a dip is inevitable in the source of the problem. It is by deconstructing the issue that makes room for a new possibility. Advance that, for I have experience there. Freudian processes of excavation and childhood relationships with one's father and mother have their brilliance and usefulness, but not enough, and often flow into endless journeys. The reflection and the search for feasible goals that serve as motivation often also act as a way forward. Also, it is worth repeating the best financial advice of all. Talk about money. <laughs>